Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that prehistoric armadillos actually had huge leathery wings which allowed them to fly? (laughs) Armadillos eventually became flightless when their wings evolved into a thick leathery shell, which is really fortunate for us because armadillo poops are nasty. You would not want one of those dropping on your windshield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm. that makes a lot of sense. For more armadillo-related facts, to find... What did we say? For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash club. Sun's going down in Bon Tomp, Louisiana, and things are getting weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I am Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters six through eight of Living Dead in Dallas, the second book in the Southern Vampire series. Last time. Previously, Sookie arrives in Dallas where she's nearly kidnapped before they leave the airport. I'd normally say that's a cause for concern, but Sookie can't seem to brush her teeth without getting bit by a chimera, so. I guess that's just business as usual. (laughs) She meets the local vampire boss and gets her mission, which is locating a missing cowboy vampire. So she begins her southern vampire consultant work, which apparently includes, but is not limited to, hypnosis, mind reading, bug disposal, and hard target infiltration. Uh, (laughs) She really should be getting paid probably a lot more for this, because uh, how much was she getting paid? I think just nothing. Nothing? I think it's nothing. I think 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 it was close to zero. Zero dollars at this point. Um... Anyway, her investigation takes her to the Fellowship of the Sun, where they are very eager to show her their church dungeon. I smell another kidnapping. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, chapter six. Sookie makes a terrible decision that we are all screaming, don't go in there! I know, like, I cannot begin to fathom why Sookie follows them right along into that church dungeon. I, I mean, it goes about where you'd expect, but like, Why? Well, she said she was reading Hugo's mind the whole time, and he was, he thought it was safe, and he was convinced that he was going to get to leave. Yeah. So she was kind of going off of that, but she already was thinking Hugo was being a little sketchy. Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe we were. Well. I don't know. Maybe it's a Southern thing. You don't want to be rude. People are like, please, let me kidnap you now. You'll be like, why, yes, thank you, (laughs) Seth. They're like looking for a polite way to exit the conversation, but you never find it, so you just go along with them. Right, right. (laughs) Well, okay, well, I suppose I, I suppose I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was screaming at her like, come on, Sookie, come on. I know. It's like a horror movie, right? Don't go in there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, Sookie uh, finally tries to make a break for it, but doesn't make it very far mm-hmm. before getting tossed in the cell with Hugo. Yeah, there's some creepy dude named Gabe down there who grabs her and yeah, they throw her in a cell. Yeah. She, uh, she really, he's, yeah. I, he's the, the dungeoneer, right? He's like the dungeon master. I, apparently, yeah. Every he's, church's got to have a good dungeon guy, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> like questionable morals, like kind of uh, beefy, but not too smart. That's that's the dungeon guy. Yeah, he's gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usually wearing a leather mask, but in this case, it's churchy, so I guess no leather mask. Sure, yeah, just like a, a powder blue polo shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's church leather mask. <laughs> Sookie realizes that Hugo has betrayed the vampires. He became addicted to vampire sex, so he's Isabel's minion, more or less now. Yeah, you know, he. It's funny because like. Throughout this whole thing, he was claiming he was, like, a really bad spy. And, like, apparently he's actually a really bad spy. Because he just, like, told her everything. He was, like, the minute she suspected, he was, like... Is he a bad spy or is he a great spy? Because he managed to fool both the vampires and their psychic. <laughs> well, That's I mean, a good like, point. <laughs> fool is a strong... Like, I'm not sure how hard Sookie was trying to, like, to suss him I out. I feel like she could have really read his mind a lot more. Like, I, as, soon as, as soon as he started thinking shady... 
she should have followed up that quest hook. She had a lot of time to do it too. Like the whole car ride out to the fellowship. She, she, I would have yeah. been like, I'm going to go for a little bell she, here. She's like, this dungeon seems pretty scary. What's Hugo thinking? He's thinking, well, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's probably fine. <laughs> Not her best. Yeah, but but from this point, he confesses, like, everything. Literally yeah. everything. Uh, I think Sookie cuts him off in the middle of detailing his favorite vampire sex position. Like, <laughs> dude, I get it, I get it. Yeah, I, got, I was not surprised that Isabella were like, like knows how to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. She looks like, she, she just seemed like the whole carnival to me, you know? But honestly, that, like, that seems to be a vampire thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ride you just take <laughs> the ride you take home. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, because you know, like, takes ten thousand hours of something to become an expert in. If you're a vampire, you have a lot of time, and you don't have to breathe. That's a good point, <laughs> and probably you don't, you never have to worry about like STDs or like well, pregnancy, right? For that one STD, yeah, yeah. without just so vampire, one, right? What do they call vampire AIDS? Sino AIDS. Sino AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> but so you know, but except for that, right? Like, and you can bone other vampires just like. All day and all night. Yep. Well, all night. All night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I thought that Hugo is kind of what Sookie Stackhouse is in danger of becoming, you know? Mm. Like, that's that's her future. Yeah, yeah. kind of. In, it's true. Uh, like, Hugo is definitely a cautionary tale because he talks, like, when he tells his story, it's, it's a little sad that, you know, he's basically, like, lost his practice. He's, you know, he's a, he's a dishwasher for the vamp. He does odd jobs for them because... Like, he's a trained lawyer. He should, he should be making money, but now he's just, you know, addicted. Yeah. yeah. Which is surprising, because I feel like being a lawyer would be a better use of their time. Uh, for the vampires? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Having a uh, having a pet lawyer would be really important to them, but I feel like sometimes vampires are not super strategic about how they deal with humans. No. Yeah, very, like, impulse-driven. Yeah, so among the things he confesses, he's the one who leaked the information about Sookie's flight. And he's the one who told the Fellowship about Bethany, since that was what connected Farrell and Godfrey together. And that is what ultimately got her killed. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. But their delightful conversation is interrupted by Gabe the guard, who has decided that his religious beliefs don't preclude him from being a piece of shit rapist. So. Yeah, a super, super homophobic racist. Yeah, A rapist. True. That's true. Yep, he puts Hugo in a cell with Farrell. Um, but the thing is, Hugo's probably safe, because Sookie manages to yell down the hall that Stan sent them, so... Hopefully he won't go after Hugo. Yeah. Hope. I mean, well, you know, hopefully. I mean, hopefully for Hugo, Hugo won't you know, go after him. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be torn up if he died. Like, I, I, it's not that I wanted to die, but if he died, I'd be like, eh, ah, Hugo sucks. Yeah. Screw this guy. He uh, does. So Gabe decides decides he's going to try his luck with Shane fighting Sookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, again, she should have her fighting chain with her. You know. Right. She, yeah. she should. She should have a belt. Like the chain is her belt. It's yeah. Like her affectation. Just always. You know. She's always had the handy, but. It turns out that even without her chain, she does pretty well. Yeah, she does do well. She fights them. She is about to lose when Gabe is stopped by the blonde teenage vampire, Godfrey. So we finally get to meet him. Yeah, the the, the guy with the, t- the tattoos. Yeah. And he seems to settle things very easily. <laughs> I think he, like, picks up... Oh, yeah, he, like, picks him up and, like, hits him on the ceiling and just kind of holds him there. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he uh, yeah. basically kind of hugs Gabe to death. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. From there, it's kind of like a philosophical discussion about the nature of good and evil. Yeah, she, right. he's determined to die for his sins. What makes yeah. a person good? What makes a person evil? Is eating a bunch of babies really so bad? What if the babies are bad babies? <laughs> At one point, Sookie thinks of Pontius Pilate. Yeah. yeah. All I could think was, Sookie, this guy could be Pontius Pilate. <laughs> like, He's, he's like a thousand years old, you know, yeah. maybe more. Who knows? Right. Yeah. You're debating philosophy with this guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, she learns, speaking of evil, that Steve Newland was going to strap her to Feral when he burned so she would die too. 
guess it has kind of a poetry to it. You know? Does it? Yeah, sure. Like someone who like joins their fortunes to vampires is like joining their demise. I don't think that would even have worked. Uh, it might have. I mean, it's like vampires burn really, really fast and probably not that hot, right? I don't know. We, we haven't actually, have we seen one go up in the sun yet? Uh, no. Yeah. So no. I don't know what, we don't know what it looks like, but I mean, they seem to think it'll work. I don't know. Like how much flame do you have to be exposed to before it's unpleasant for like you? a lot and for a long time. You know, it'd probably burn her, but I don't think she would have died. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could always just like kick her and shoot uh, yeah, her, I Yeah, I just think that they, you know, they should have done a test run before they, they hinge their whole ceremony around this one idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a really <laughs> good point. so embarrassing. Right? But I don't yeah. know how many <laughs> vampires they get to burn. They probably don't have a lot of like opportunities to test it, you know? Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. But you're right. I'm not, I'm not sure that would work, but they sure want to try. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is their test run. Maybe. Yeah. But it's a really, it's actually, I thought it was a really interesting scene to read. Um, she's trying to convince Godfrey to not wait till the ceremony if he's so determined to die. And also trying to convince him to let her go. Yeah. You know, she's like, hey, maybe burning innocent people alive isn't something that, you know, you should be so good for, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe God wouldn't be like, okay with that. Yeah. You know? was, I thought it was a really tense scene because I felt like this guy, Godric, or Godfrey or whatever, uh, they call him both. Uh, did not seem to be all there to me. No. Oh yeah, uh, he's he's definitely there's some definitely something wrong with. Like he he's he's very very old and very very like depressed is is my impression. So mm-hmm. he seems kind of detached from emotions in a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. like sad but like also like disconnected. So she it, it it's hard probably hard for her to convince him to care about whether she dies in a way, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So yeah. It's like there've right. been so many. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he says. If I was in this conversation, I would probably say, try watching The Expanse. That show is great. Yeah. That's right. You know, he, he just, that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. He's bored, right? He just needs to like get, get on some good TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like The Good Place, you know? Yeah. Well, just, maybe not that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might be a little too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> might give him the wrong idea. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, either way, she does eventually manage to convince him to walk her out. Yeah. Nice. yeah. One of the things she tells him is that she goes to church. Yeah, that that's She was just at church last week. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, that surprises him. And she thinks that she wasn't lying, except I think she was lying. She's never been to church in these books. She never has even thought of it. She does. They don't. They just don't really talk about it. She does go to church on Sundays. Yeah. This hasn't come up in her relationships with all these vampires? Well, you go to church during the day. Yeah, but they don't mention it or something. The vampires or her? I just I think it's weird if she's a regular churchgoer that it hasn't come up in, in the narrative at all. Yeah, I, I mean... If she spends one day out of every seven doing this thing. Well, part of one day. You know, it's like, they're, they're, they're not like, you know... Yeah, it's like an hour a week. I don't think she's like a... I mean, I don't know what religion she is, but I don't think she's like a Baptist. It's she not like communion. a whole day thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. The Unfortunately, though, when Godfrey is leading Sookie out of the basement, they run into Polly and um, Sarah Newland. And although they don't see Sookie, she's trapped. They yet again get pinned down by polite conversation. It's just like, <laughs> come on, guys. Just at some point you have to decide, you know what? I'm not going to be nice to these people. I'm just going to walk it out. But no. That'd just, be so rude. Just be abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> come on. That's not very, you can't do that. Yeah. She does manage to telepathically contact Barry. So yeah. that's good. Barry, Barry the bellboy. You mean the guy that she was mentally shit talking yesterday? So <laughs> yeah. he's a lot nicer than she is. Right. I do like that he's like, oh, Sookie with the boobs. He's like, Yes. Yeah. Yes, with the boobs. That's right. I'm the one. Yeah. Godfrey argues with Steve Newland about letting Feral, Sookie, and Hugo die, uh, but she and she manages to sneak out with the help of 
the shifter that we ran into on her way down there. But not before yet again getting trapped in polite conversation with some random family in the sanctuary, remember? Oh, right, yeah. So she's like, okay, I've got away from the Newlands. I'm going to like sneak out through the sanctuary. And then there's just like some family of jack-offs who are there because there's a <laughs> church lock-in. And they're like, oh, hi, how are you doing? She's like, oh, hi. Yeah, and she's like, is like, hey, is that blood on your shirt? And she's like, oh, yeah, I fell down. Uh, do you need any help? Nope, I just need to leave right now. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so he just needs to get the fuck out of there and stop chatting up every yokel she runs into. But, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, luckily Luna shows up, as you mentioned, and helps her escape. At, at one point, she, she lets Godfrey lick some blood off of her face. Well, because it's only polite. Out of courtesy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, like, I, I'm, I'm generally polite to strangers, but I think, like, having someone lick my face is, like, on the on the boundaries of, like, what I would consider, like, with an acceptable politeness, you know? Prude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, though, because it says out of courtesy, how, when did she learn vampire etiquette? Like, From, is Bill, like, sitting around with her at night being like, well, Sookie, you know, yeah. anytime you get hurt, it's just polite to allow your face right. to be licked. If you're just going to let that... Blood go to waste, Sookie. That's very rude. <laughs> yeah, I, right? know, I, I kind of feel like maybe he would. Like, like just because he, he has this whole idea of introducing her to, like, vampire society as his, like, consort. So maybe he would. Maybe he's giving her, maybe he's coaching her as, like, yeah. vampire. I hope he taught her the vampire nod. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that you can only do that if you're a vampire. Because it's one of those things that, like. It's appropriation otherwise. <laughs> well, I was gonna, well, I mean, yeah, that too. But I was going to say it's something that they do something so fast that you can't, like, the human eye can't see it. But it. The vampire nod is probably like a really complex oh, series yes. of head motions, but all we see is just like a little head nod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would make sense, like when they go to when they go to Fantasia, for him to teach her some of the finer points of vampire etiquette. Yeah, vetiquette. <laughs> That's right. Vampiquette. Vampiquette. <laughs> mm-hmm. She also did mention that he, he she's been practicing on the staff at Fantasia, so I guess she's been spending some time there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But Luna and Sookie talk for a while, and it turns out that the shapeshifters in Dallas are surveying the fellowship for reasons. I have so many questions all of a sudden. Like, like yes, okay, we know that they're shapeshifters, but now we know that there's, like, an, organiza- an organized structure of shapeshifters, and that they mm-hmm. have surveillance, and that they're, like, running Dallas, apparently. Well, yeah. one of the things I was confused about is she makes it, Luna makes it real clear that, um, unlike the vampires, they have no interest in making themselves known to the public. So why do they care about the fellowship? The uh, fellowship is just anti-vamp. Well, they they are anti. I, I think Luna kind of says like they're anti-vamp right now, but essentially, if the fellowship discovers that there are other things besides vampires, it's not a hard bet. Like which and which way they're going to like tip on that evil good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. probably if I, they find out, I there's can other imagine they've, they've been on the business end of some mobs with pitchforks in the past, and they're mm-hmm. worried about it. Yeah, although it. it the question that was raised for me was why are they against mainstreaming if vampires are for it? Yeah, it's a good question. You can see why vampires would want to stay underground because, you know, people don't like being eaten right. for selfish reasons. For jerks. Yeah, but the, the if you just turn into a bat or a dog or something, that's not harmful to anybody. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah it's a good question. I, it seems like the kind of thing where once you are out as a shapeshifter, then your job opportunities become, like, way more lucrative, right? Mm, yeah, yeah that true. could be cool. Yeah. I don't know. But you're, you're right. Yeah, it's. I guess it's a personal choice for everyone, and the shapeshifters have said, we're not ready for that yet. Well, it's hard, too, because that's like a, like, if you're going to come out as a shapeshifter, like, a lot of people have to agree for that. Like, I guess you could still hide your identity as a shapeshifter easier than if you were a vampire, but, like... Are they, is there like a, a global organization where they make those decisions? 
I, get, I mean, we just found out that they have some sort of organizational structure. Yeah, uh, they do. So, so they must have something. Yeah. Vampires have, like, governments. Maybe the shapeshifters have a weird yeah. council or something, too. So, yeah. Yeah, Lunar hooks, up, hooks her up with some other, like, shapeshifter slash werewolf types. Well, start- not yet. Yeah, yeah. First, first, no, that's great. Like they, they make a daring uh, station wagon escape, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like right across the church lawn. Yep, they get trapped in the parking lot, so they hop the curb. There's a car chase, yeah, and Sarah well, Newland rams their car. And all, all the people of this church are like down to block off this parking lot yeah. and contain a runner. Like, yeah. what do you think they told them? You know, like because I, I suspect that nobody said like, oh, there's a human. We're gonna we're gonna murder. We gotta keep her from getting away. Yeah. So I wonder what they told them. Well, you know? What would somebody tell me that would make me barricade a parking lot to keep somebody in? Someone stole something from the church and they're trying to get away. We want to like stop them and talk to them. Somebody kidnapped someone. Maybe yeah, someone maybe stole, that stole a child. Kid. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, but luckily, there's a lot of outside witnesses, and they are able to successfully get away from the fellowship and go to the hospital. Yeah. These but- church church folk do not fuck around. They're ramming, ramming people's cars and stuff. Yeah. And Sookie's, Sookie's not doing well, but you know, that's nothing new for her, I guess. Yeah. yeah. She's like, a hospital? Why would you take me to a hospital? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ever does that. <laughs> They're like, you've got like a broken jaw and all kinds of ridiculous things. Broken collarbone. Yeah. yeah Sookie, Sookie's trying to talk them out of the hospital visit. I'm like, hell yes. Get me out of, the, out of the here and into that Uber because she probably doesn't have Insurance and ambulances are expensive. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but she, yeah. She gets checked out by a shifter doc because apparently there are shifters in all the hospitals around. Um, and she's able to get through really quickly. And I have to say, as somebody who has had to check out of a hospital before, I was very jealous. <laughs> you um, just have to know the person who's running Right. The I know. Apparently. They like so quickly go through and like her name is literally erased from the database. So there's no bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, the, the way that they talk, the, the, the soups, as I guess what they call each other, talk to each other is like a little formal and archaic, right? I'm just like, LARPers? (laughs) She is worthy. (laughs) They're kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She is the one. She is worthy. (laughs) She is worthy. They get a ride back to the hotel with Luna and two other shifters who are werewolves. So now Sookie knows that there's werewolves. Yeah. And Luna's a bat, which is hilarious. I think we could have probably guessed that with her name. Luna. I don't know if Sookie could be a wolf. Luna. That's true. Could have been. But, well, that would have been like l- Lupa, right? Oh, well, that, well, you know, because wolves like the moon. Mm, true, but you're true. right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently werewolves are something else she has to look out for because these guys are, uh, they seem super open to eating people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they call her hamburger meat yeah. or something. I thought it was a fun scene. It, it was a fun scene. They were, they were entertaining. She, Luna was like, take her to this hotel, the vampire hotel. I got another plan. Let's eat her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're the real charmers, the, the werewolves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they drop Sookie off, uh, Eric's waiting. Yeah, he's yeah. waiting there for and her. We are going to start like what may be a recurring segment in this series. Uh-huh. Eric's a fucking creep. Oh, really? Which part of him? <laughs> uh, like she shows up, she's all beat up, and he's like, "Why don't I take you up, and give you a bath?" Yeah. I know. <laughs> What the fuck, Eric? Really? Because I wrote, Eric takes care of Sookie and is super nice and decent about it. I mean, he doesn't offer to eat her or fuck her for once. He, well, he's nice and decent until they get into her room and he's like, how about you get naked and I have sex with you? Well, no. He's, he, he he's trying sex. He said a bath. <laughs> and he's trying to he's trying to boost her spirits, too. Like, that's she literally thinks that. Like, he's like, oh, you're, you know, <laughs> you're pretty anyway. And she's like, I'm not pretty right now. Really? But I don't know. I mean, like, I, yeah. I, 
I, I find myself defending Eric a little bit, but no, I do agree that he's also like, being very creepy. Like I can tell that your skull is fractured, but did you know I have a boner? <laughs> it's very... Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I like, guess I read it very differently. I, yeah, I've read it very differently from you guys, and but we, well, also I'm, I'm Eric team is, Eric, though. Eric so. is super hot, also. That's the thing to remember. Oh, that's true. He yeah. Because, uh, you know, when, when, when they're dropping Sookie off, uh, one of... Let's see, was it... Oh, yeah, one of the werewolf drivers is like, hey, does he... Does he hook up with, what did she say, like cross date, I think is what she said. <laughs> yeah. And Luna's super judgy about it. Um, so I guess shifters are worried about dating vampires. Well, they call her, they call them debtors, which I'm like, is that, uh, is that like the vampire version of Mudblood? Are we allowed to say I that mean, one? I don't know. They are dead-ish, right? By some kind of weird definition of dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so, yeah. I love that she had to stop and think for a second about whether he was friend or foe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thought. Eh, I guess he's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying he didn't have to be there, but he was there for her. He showed up. He took care of her. He filled her in on what was going on. He made sure that her physical needs were taken care of. Yeah, that's true. And meanwhile, where's fucking Bill? I know, right? Right. He finally shows up hours later. Yeah. Hours and hours later. And Suki kind of catches them both up on the event of the day. Yeah. But he's just there to have sex with her. Yeah. Like Bill shows up and he's like, hey, baby. Well, I mean, he, he did he did uh, mention that if Gabe hadn't been dead, he would have, you know, wanted to kill him, I guess. You sure, know? sure. Oh, yeah, well, because Bill went and did the, like, rescue mission thing. Yeah. True. Right. After Suki yeah. had already left. Yeah, they raided the Fellowship, and Farrell has been saved. Uh, and Godfrey escaped. And Hugo's been saved as well. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So they kick Eric out, and then it's bath time. It's, you know, I bet that's a pretty great bath, too. Like, I don't know... For me, after I've been camping for a few days, I feel like really nasty. Mm, yeah. There's nothing like that first like shower, you know? So I bet mm-hmm. this is like that, where she just like feels a whole lot. It like changes the the spirit of you in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Get the, the dungeon to... stank off of you. Exactly. And Gabe's blood and other blood, probably. And her blood. and Yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever well, else. And he still didn't offer to give her any blood, by the way. I, I feel like at this point, I'd be like, hey, can I get some of that? Uh, can I get some of that yeah, vampire juice? Magic blood. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Got this uh, broken face that I need to heal up. Right? Chapter 7. She gets up before dawn and goes to the fellowship and knows that Godfrey still wants to go die, so she watches him die. Yeah, I, I was wondering how she knew to wake up. Like, her, she just woke up at, like just before dawn, like I, perfect timing. I think it was probably just a subconscious thing. Yeah. Her yeah. brain was still processing everything. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if there was some magic or something, but... Yeah, I thought... I thought it was kind of sweet. Maybe Godric called her or something, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is this is uh this was kind of a, a sweet scene. She's there to keep him company at the end, you know. Yeah. And she like starts crying a little bit because it's a little sad, you know, this like ancient thing dying that has yeah. never been poor. I don't know. Is and, it a little bit? You I know, mean, what a, like Just the, the the features that we know about Godric are that a he's a child molester. Okay, that's and true. And he, he's a really old vampire who's killed a whole lot of people. Yeah. Well, the that's thing true. is, she still has a thing like. She keeps talking about how young he looks, and like, if a teenager dies, that is very sad. Like, um, and she can't really. I, I guess it's just a human thing. She can't really like disconnect from the age that they were when they die and what they are actually now. Because that's always kind of an eh one, isn't it? Like, I'm, I'm rereading Twilight, uh-huh. or maybe reading. Yeah. Okay. Because it's been a very long time, <laughs> sure. and like, you don't have to justify it. <laughs> It's fine. And the and the main vampire Edward, he's seventeen, but he's been seventeen for a hundred years, and he's yeah. dating a seventeen-year-old. That's creepy. It That's is creepy, creepy right? Yeah. yeah. But then you start thinking, like, so would they be attracted to like great grandmas? Like, would they be attracted to really old women then? 
Or would that still seem really young to them? Like, what would be an appropriate age to date a human if you're a vampire? You uh, probably wouldn't date humans, right? Like, I, mean, I don't want to get all Fellowship of the Sun here, but no age ever. It's never appropriate for a vampire to date a human. <laughs> mm. Even like a really, really old woman? Like, what if it was like a Captain America type thing? No, even then, because like, okay, as long as, as long as their relationship involves them constantly feeding on the person, which gives them anemia, I just think maybe yeah. it's a little... I mean... Bill's Bill's love has put Suki in a lot of danger, uh-huh. <laughs> and it w- might even be better for her if, if he like dumped her, right? Yeah. But like that that said, I guess I'd have to fall back on the what is the what is half the, the age plus college? seven? No, oh. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Godfrey needs to find somebody who's two hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the campground principle, uh-huh. which you leave it in better shape than you found it. Yeah, that's fair. So as long as the person is of a consenting age and... And, you, and if, you're, if you have the pa- more power in the relationship that you take care of them, then yeah. that's, that's what matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Bill entirely does that very well. I mean, like a little bit. Yeah, I don't really. think he's leaving Sookie better than he found her. Absolutely. Not so she far. He has yeah. so many more like broken bones. and I mean, her cheekbone is broken right now as we speak. <laughs> yeah. This very moment she had a broken bone. And he's like, well, if I go real slow, can we still fuck Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did do that, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not cool. Um, even though, to be fair, it was not a vampire who broke her cheekbone. Well, that, that is that's a fair point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They go to Stan's house that night, and Sookie rec- recounts the entire story for them. Oh, wait. Sorry. I, I do have to point out that, you know, so after, after the, uh, Godfrey's death, she goes back to sleep. And when she wakes up, she is woken up. By a vampire sucking on her titty. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that's a weird way to wake up, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, she's like, she's like my, when I woke up, my shirt was up and he was sucking on one of my boobs. I was like, really? That's how you wake someone up? That just seems like a weird way to wake someone up. I mean, like. No, that's called a Dallas Sunrise. <laughs> I mean, like, if that's, if that's what you're into, that's cool. I'm not, like, trying to judge anybody. But, like, it just feels like, like, for me, that'd be a weird thing to wake up to. It's like someone sucking on my nipple. I'd be like. Uh, okay, I mean, like, cool, you know, sure, let's do this. But, like, apparently that's how she wakes up a lot. You know? I mean, yeah. she's into it. Yeah, yeah if you're into it's, it. It's, it's in the ground rules here, I guess. Maybe it's yeah. a fetish. Yeah, you know, everyone's got their thing. You know what? I don't want anybody waking me up, period. <laughs> Ever. It's true. <laughs> yeah, right? Just let me sleep. I'll get up when I get up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, then they're off to, to stands yep. for a vampire walking home party for Pharaoh. Yep, she recounts the entire story. She checks that Hugo's not going to be killed for his betrayal. I do want to point out that when they first meet Farrell, uh, she gets like a, a classic vampire compliment. It's, um, <clears throat> you're so lovely that if I slept with women, you would receive an, my undivided attention for a week. I know you're self-conscious about your bruises, but they only set off your beauty. And she's <laughs> like, I am beat the fuck up. <laughs> like, she's very bruised. It's like, I don't know, man. That's, that's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little, little weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, there you go. Yep. Vampire compliments. Yep. Yeah. I, I noticed in this chapter there were a couple literary references. She called out Louis L'Amour, mm-hmm. uh-huh. the famous Western writer, who's mm-hmm. pretty good. And she also mentions Nero Wolf. Who's that? Point. She's, he's a famous uh, detective. Oh. He's, the, uh, like, he's like this super fat guy uh-huh. that has like an agent that goes out and does all the legwork, mm-hmm. uh, Archie something, and then uh, comes back and reports to Nero Wolf, who sits in his house and like eats cake all the time <laughs> and just uses the power of his mind to solve these mysteries. Wow. Huh. That's the life, I guess, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a it's a little bit like Poirot, except Poirot is not quite that bad, I guess. Right, yeah. 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 He has his like little 
his sidekick who does all the like the muscly stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Hugo, they came up with an interesting punishment for him. He's going to be kept in Eternal Bonerville. Yeah, just, like, yeah. In a room with Isabel. Yeah, they're both being co-punished. They're chained to opposite walls naked for yeah. a few months, I guess. Uh, I mean, that seems unpleasant, but not as bad as they would have expected. When they were like, Isabel's being punished, and Hugo's being punished, they're like, oh, they did. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the punishment, but then he gets a one-day head start. Yeah, so well, the I mean... the punishment really starts after that. Yeah, that's true. I, I, feel like, I feel like with a day, I could disappear if I had to, you know? From I mean, vampire? from vampires. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, she's gonna get bored eventually, right? She's not gonna hunt you for the rest of her days because, like, vampires don't do that. Really, seems like Ivy. I mean, not. she's got a lot of time to kill, right? And she's like, what? What is? What's her day job? She's the receptionist at that hotel. Well, no, I mean, I just feel like <laughs> it's way more fun to vamp- hunt some guy to the ends of the earth. Vampires are like very impulse driven. I feel like they would lose their interest in something like that after a few days, you know? Like, I mean, it depends on the type of vampire, apparently. That's why, like, sure. there are tracker vampires. Oh, that's true. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there are Stay lots tuned of kinds for of our next podcast. Oh, God. Twilight. I hope not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it if we have to, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. not my first choice. <laughs> We're absolutely forced to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, apparently they're... Uh, Apparently, Sookie's okay with this. She's like, eh, you know, yeah, it's fine. So when I was writing out my notes, I said that I don't know why, but I was focused on this idea of Bone Town. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Hugo's being kept in non-Bone Town. But then I wrote Bon Tomps is Bone Town. Oh, bon that's Tom. right. Bon that's Tom. French for Bone <laughs> Yeah, Bon Tomps is French for Bone Town. Yeah, you think, you think it means good times, but it actually means Bone Town. That, that's, that's why true. all these supernatural creatures show up in Bon Tomps. Right. This? They're like, let's go to Bone Town. <laughs> and they show up and they're like, this is kind of disappointing, actually. There's not nearly as much boning here yeah, as I would. People keep dying. Yeah. yeah right. Although, hold on now. Now that I think about it, right? Like, we're seeing everything from Sookie's perspective. She wouldn't go to the parties, right? But, like, that's true. That's remember, true. We know there are sex Lafayette parties. Lafayette was talking yeah. about sex. So maybe there are Bone Town parties that we just aren't privy to. Oh, here. yeah. Lafayette. Are we going to get back to that? I hope so. That's someone else's problem. That's all, you know, and the, and the mine ad. That's someone else's problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this vampire party was, I thought, very entertaining how lame it was. Yeah. It was. I mean, it just sort of drank blood and talked about stocks. It'd be kind of interesting to, like, people watch because I bet there's a lot of weird-looking people there. But, yeah, ultimately not that uh, – it's probably, like, the, the boring adult. Okay. It's like a boring adult party because everyone there is, like – Hundred years old, right? Absolutely, They've had a lot yeah. of time to be boring adults. That's why they're all talking about like investments and taking care of their lawns. And yeah, like exactly, that. right? Yeah. Meanwhile, like Sookie and the humans, they're like the little kids at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Put them over at the other table. Yeah. No, I want to point. Okay, so hold on now. Sorry, I just I, w- I do want to point something out. So back in the uh, the naked room, Sookie's like, "Oh, this is my first time seeing another adult naked, except for Bill." And I was like. I'm pretty sure that we had a, a sunny side up shapeshifter oh, in your bed yes. the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess he wasn't memorable. Yeah. So she's already forgot about Sam's. <laughs> well, she's not counting bosses. She's seen all her bosses naked. <laughs> That's just what bosses do. They expose themselves to you. It's part of being a waitress, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess going back to that, I, I thought Hugo's punishment was a little light, also. I mean, he, may, he may be devoured and killed later on. Yeah. Yeah. But, Guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll never hear from Hugo again. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Why not? She has a weird conversation with another woman dating a vampire. And we once again get the, like like Lafayette had said, uh, my parents would prefer that I dated a black than a vampire. Like, oh, oh God, that's like, right. We're in the deep guys? south. Oh, yeah. Ouch. I mean, Dallas is not technically the deep south, but it's not much better than the south. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Yep. 
And he, she talks to Eric, and he was indeed there to check up on her since he had loaned her to Texas. But he does do his usual, hey, you want a bone thing? Now she's, you know, not currently as wounded, I guess. Uh-huh. I mean, she's you know, not much Eric's better. Eric's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but their conversation is cut short when the fellowship opens fire on the house. Yeah, <laughs> luckily she reads their minds ju- in just enough time for the vampires to get down, but the humans don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If someone shouts, get down, I'd get down. You know, I would start dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Unfortunately. Yeah. Get that's down. Get down. Yeah. Whatever. If you want to die dancing, I think of worse ways to go. Worse that would be proud. Sure, yeah. proud to die that <laughs> way. What, what type of dance would you be doing if they told you to get down? Um, I would drop it like it's hot. Yeah. yeah. I would shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh, <laughs> great. Yeah, that's good. Mine would be a lot of pelvic thrusting, I think. <laughs> Chapter 8. Eric shields Sookie with his body. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's lucky Eric was hitting on her at the time because he makes a pretty decent bullet shield. Mm-hmm. And then offers to fuck her while, they, while they're laying on the ground in a pile of blood surrounded by corpses. Yeah, he doesn't uh, really waste that opportunity to uh, of being on top of her, you know. Well, I mean, they need to have a discussion about fetishes, right? Like, his fetishes are real clear because he's a vampire. But, like, blood blood. should be yeah. like, are you into this? You know? Like, yeah. talk about it first. He's all like, oh, I got to touch your boobs. Right? <laughs> She's looking at somebody's brain on the floor because they got shot in the head. You know, yeah. I always say never little, let a little bit of mass murder get in the way of a good time. You, you do say, say that. I always say that constantly. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> it's going to be on my tombstone. <laughs> that was your senior quote in your yearbook. That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, he offers to turn one of the wait, human wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Hold oh, on now. Never let a, a bit of mass murder get away in the way of my ass murder. Man, you know what? I, I, I'm going to start saying that now. And uh, I hope they fix my tombstone because it's already carved. I'm going to see if they can change it out. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the third time. <laughs> I, swear, I swear this will be the last one. It's real good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he offers to turn one of the women that she had been talking to, but she hesitates too long, and the woman is real dead. Yeah, that's a that's kind of a weird scene. I mean, I'd say yes, do it, you know, because I mean, uh, you can always really, yeah, absolutely, yeah. you can always choose to off yourself once you're a vampire. Yeah, I guess so. But you can't uh, be undead once. Well, you can't be undeaded once you're already deaded. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's so a hard one. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, yeah, do it. I mean, it depends on the vampire mythology, but sometimes it's extremely painful and unpleasant to become a vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't think in this world, because they talk about how, like, sometimes if you just happen to drink too much vampire blood, you're turned. So I have to imagine it's not actually... Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. They don't really go into the the dynamics of that. All I know is that if, you know, for everyone here and everyone listening to this podcast, if, you, if I receive a head wound and I'm on the verge of death and a vampire asks you, should I turn him? Say yes. I'm, I'm like consenting right now. Absolutely. Vampire me. You tattoo. need to like get it. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Get a little tattoo of like, I don't know, a vampire fang or something like with not, a check mark next to it. There's a DNR, do not resurrect. Uh, just yeah. Like, yeah. Do DMV. not resurrect except as vampire. Yeah. Always resurrect as vampire, please. Uh, um, yes. But yeah. Uh, but I think even if you got shot in the head, because wouldn't that maybe scramble your brains? You wouldn't be a bubble, right? Eh, I mean, like. I, I might not even know. Bubba seems very happy. Remember that. Does he? Yeah. He's like eating pets all day, just like chilling out. He seems like he's in a great mood. Mm. Yeah. Seems like a good old time. 
Uh, but here's, anyway. Here's where Eric gets super creepy, though. Yeah, Eric's been hit by a bullet, uh-huh. and he says that the only way to save him is to have Sookie suck the bullet out. Yeah. And I gotta say, this immediately made me think of the whole vampire doctor situation, right? <laughs> oh no, I have a terrible wound, and the only, a blowjob is the only way to save him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, you know, I guess exactly. he's a good sport about it. Yeah. Which, either... He's being creepy here, or he's been hanging out with that vampire doctor so much, right? Mm-hmm. That vamp- what would the vampire doctor say? Oh, she's got to drink your blood. <laughs> oh, nah. Well, okay. I just feel like vampire medicine seems to involve vampires getting like things they're really into. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he kisses her. Yeah, you know, just get the blood off her lips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So she eventually finds Bill. He chased the perps it, rather than checking to see if Sookie was okay or needed help or anything. That was pretty lame. That's yeah. a bad relationship faux pas. Like, I, I get wanting to go after the folks who did it, but you check on your date first, man. Come on. Right. Come on, bro. Especially because he apparently had a real good time. He shows back up and he's obviously eaten a whole lot. <laughs> he's feeling good. He's like stuffed. <laughs> I couldn't eat another bite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So Sookie, mm-hmm. very respectably... I think, gets back in the rental car, leaves, and flies back home without saying another word. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's where we leave it, her arriving back in Montauk. Yeah. Jason picks her up from the airport, and they're on the outs. Though that doesn't seem to last very long. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. She's She's been mad at him before for killing and people and stuff, so right. yeah. Yeah, killing her uncle that one time. Having her uncle killed, he didn't do it himself, <laughs> <You're> remember? Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think she has a very good reason to be upset. I'd be upset. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Once again, want to point out, Eric has been there for her both times when she has been in physical distress, when Bill has not been there. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I mean, but it, I don't know. I guess it reads very differently to you because I keep thinking like, it's not like he's there to be a to be supportive of Suki. Mm-hmm. He's there because he thinks that maybe this is his shot to bone her. Maybe. Every time. Maybe he likes her. I mean, you know, maybe it's romantic. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't see it as romantic, but he has he has a really good sense of humor to me. And I like that because Bill doesn't have a sense of humor. Yeah. And that's one of the things I like about Eric. I just think he's fun. Yeah, Bill is, uh, to me, between the two, Bill is like way more boring. Like yes. he's like, eh, you know, he's got a shopping mall, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have investments. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eric runs a bar and he's like, a, I'm a I'm Viking. A, I'm a vampire. What is he? What is he, a, he has a good sense of humor. What is he, a sheriff or something? I can't remember what they said he was. Yeah. King. He's like a sheriff local of king, something. the local. Yeah. 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 Vampire, vampire king of some sort. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of vampire vassals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blood vassals. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Clever. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be finishing Living Dead in Dallas with chapters 9 through 11. I am Alice Sullivan. That is Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we might even answer it on air. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club, where you can also learn more about our other podcasts. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good good night. night. Okay. Okay.